everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I am so excited to have you guys here. I really wish, I feel like I need to start doing like live Zoom chats. I don't know how I would do it, but I just feel like I would love to have a real life conversation with so many of you and um, I don't know, have it be more interactive, if that makes sense. I feel like I hop on and uh, as always, I tell you guys, I feel like I'm just chatting with a friend and that is kind of what today's topic is about. It's all on work-life balance, but as you guys know, I like to share with you as things are happening and as you know, life is kind of in the midst of it and right now, so this is definitely not a how to achieve a work-life balance because your girl is still figuring that out. But when I did ask you guys on Instagram the other day where you were at with um, topics you wanted me to chat about on my podcast, whether or not you are a regular listener, maybe it's a topic you want me to dive deep on. There were a lot of people asking about um, certain topics that I have chatted about a ton on here. So I definitely need to get better about making sure I reshare episodes because we've I've had my podcast for over two years, right? So going back to the very beginning, I had a, um, you know, very specific episodes with Casey where we didn't just do Q&As. We did like the struggles and patience of a relationship. So anyways, um, somebody also asked me to go back and reflect on a lot of the topics that I have chatted about. And I think that would be a really cool episode to do as well. Uh, But a big one was work-life balance. And I think that is because I have been opening up a lot on my social media in terms of my struggles, kind of just with mom guilt and figuring out boundaries. And so I was like, you know what? This is my community. I think it's time that I just um, really kind of share where I'm at and what I'm doing. So there's a few things that I'm trying to implement. Um, And you guys know every week is so different. Every day is so different. But you might be able to take away a few things. But I also want to share with you a few things that I have been working on. And I think that's also where a lot of my struggle comes from is I share so much with all of you. Yet a lot of what I'm doing behind the scenes, there are things that I just haven't talked about or there's just not a lot to show, right? So my book, for instance, you guys know I've been working on this for over a year. I mean, I've worked on the book itself. Like I started writing over three years ago, but really like like carved out time um, on the weekends last year. So that was something that I made sure it was like every single weekend. I had one day that I knew I was going to be writing, you know, and so it's been this writing process and now this publishing process, but a lot of it you don't show because it's hours of me in my office or it's, you know, meetings on the phone. So Anyways, with that said, um, this is all going to be on my current work-life balance, and I will definitely chat about where I have been over the course of the last year in terms of what has helped and I don't know really what hasn't. But um, so for starters, let's back up to a year ago when I was a you know brand new mama and really trying to figure out how I was going to figure out work. 
I started establishing one day a week, uh, or I guess one one weekend day, because I knew Casey was home on Sundays. So it was our kind of our agreement, rather, where every Sunday morning I would do whatever I needed to do until noon. And obviously, he would have helped no matter what. But my my like attention span and my ability to work. I am not a creative person after 2 p.m. Like I can sit down and record a podcast. I can do things around the house. But when it comes to work and creativity, I'm just kind of tapped out in the afternoon. And it's so strange because I used to be somebody who worked really well at night. And I think it was because I loved when the world was asleep and I didn't really have, it was like college years, you know, and I loved those late nights um, and wasn't really somebody who was productive in the mornings. But I'm wondering now if that's because I had classes in the mornings, you know, like all my classes were pretty much from 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. Occasionally I'd have a lab in the evenings or, you know, a longer class, uh, a lecture of some sort. But I wasn't really able to get up in the morning and have this huge productive chunk of time before classes started. So I used to definitely be somebody where the morning time was classes and then afternoon was where I would go to the gym and then evenings was like, okay, let's sit down and get homework done and schoolwork and all of that. So first and foremost, I think my like little tip or suggestion would be when when are you creative? Like when is your like creativity time? When do you feel like you can get the most accomplished in terms of work? And you guys, you could, it can be you're a full-time mama, but you have things that you need to get done, right? Like you have to get those X amount of laundries, laundry loads done. You have to make sure the dishwasher's empty. You have a certain dinner that is planned that night or for the following week. I know for me, I really do just kind of shut down in the afternoon. So I'll do DMs or things that just don't require a ton of energy and planning, if that makes sense. So last year, it was every Sunday because Casey worked um, Monday through Saturday and still does. And I would take Sunday morning to utilize my creativity time. So now I am productive and creative from like, honestly, I feel like I'm productive at like 5.30 or 6 in the morning. I try and work out now at that time. Um, and obviously I have Caden, so it's different. But I would make sure I got up and I was productive until probably about 11 or 12. Um, so that was something that really worked for us and it worked for me. And then it also able enabled us to have a very intentional Sunday day, if that makes sense, as a family. So that's my little tip of, um, you know, kind of figure out when is your creativity window. I listened to a podcast the other day and this, um, she's a entrepreneur in the fitness industry. She's wonderful. And she was saying how um, she now schedules, she's a big company. You guys maybe have heard of the Tone It Up girls, Katrina and Karina, I think is her name. Um, But Katrina, I just, she has a podcast that's called Live Beautifully and I really, really love it. And she's a mama and they've actually struggled with miscarriage as well as going through IVF. So I think I've connected with her beyond her like business endeavors and her fitness stuff, which I'm really starting to realize that's where I connect with people. I love health and fitness. You guys know that. And I love talking about it. I definitely want to have more people on who can help educate us. But I think I'm in a place now where um, I just acknowledge that health and fitness is so different for all of us. And while I totally love helping people one-on-one and teaching macros and workout programs and all of that, um, I think you guys can all agree I do connect a lot more on like the mental emotional level. I think that's when people reach out and trust me with their fitness journey because we've connected on their health journey, whether it's mental, emotional. Anyways, she was saying that she has found out that she is extremely creative in the mornings. So from 8 to 10 a.m., she does not schedule 
anything for herself. And she has a big team. So she has it blocked out now where she does not do podcast interviews. She does not do uh, creative meetings in terms of working with other you know people on her team. Eight to 10 o'clock is her time to be creative in any way that is, whether it's a blog post, whether it's getting her own content creation for her you know, social media platforms, whether it's just being in that creative space. And I think one thing I've learned, and that's what I'm going to open up to some of you guys about today um, and share some things that people don't know about. So I mean, it's exciting stuff. It's, but I just, you know, keeping it here in this community. Um, I have just been really needing to be intentional with my time and creative with my time when it comes to my book or new business endeavors or anything like that. And social media has been an interesting place for a lot of us, right? I think it's somewhere that we can, we gain connection, but also places where, or I guess places now, you know, between TikTok and Instagram and Pinterest and everything. It is a place where we also do compare and we do, you know, we say comparison is the thief of joy, but sometimes it's not, you know, and back in the day, it used to be like body image it used to be like, oh, I'm, I compare myself to that person and I'd get down on myself. Um, there did go through a period of time where it was very motivating. I loved finding certain accounts that were motivating and inspiring and helped me get out of bed in the morning. And I do love when you guys send me messages when I do the uh, little morning motivation posts. Um because it is, I think it's nice when we can connect with people and understand what they're going through. And um, it kind of does help us get up and get out, right? So I totally think social media can be powerful in that sense. But I went through a stage of both where it was comparison another time when it was inspiring and motivating. And now I think I'm in that place as well. But now more from a business perspective, um, social media can be so overwhelming with changing algorithms and new social media coming out, right? Like TikTok and uh, things changing and Pinterest is changing. There's now like swipe video kind of things. So I can find it overwhelming for me. I'm, I love it. Like it's, I'm applauding that other influencer or blogger or, um, you know, entrepreneur. I'm applauding them because they really are busting their butt. But it's also hard on my end where I'm like, oh, shoot, am I not doing enough? Or, oh, gosh, did I miss the boat on this? Or, oh, my gosh, I don't have a post ready for 10 days or whatever it is. And I used to post every single day. So in terms of work-life balance, I'm really struggling to keep up with where I used to be in certain aspects of my social media presence. And I think that, as we all know, that's okay, right? We evolve and we change and we grow. And I absolutely love showing up in my stories. If you missed it, I did a full day in the life last Friday, um, whenever you're hearing this randomly did a full day of you know day with Carly it was a random Friday and it was just the most like everything that could have happened happened Chevy rolled in some dog poop outside or some animal whatever rolled all over our bed of course I was getting ready Caden was down for his afternoon nap I ended up having to take the whole nap of washing all of our bedding giving Chevy a bath so the unexpected, right? And I'm not going to lie. I was pissed. I was like, why does this happen? Like why when I'm trying to be intentional and when I'm trying to have a day where things are planned accordingly and we all know nothing ends up going according to the plan. And thankfully I've come to a point in life where I'm able to kind of laugh about things. Um, But I think in that moment, any of us, right? If we act out of our first emotion, it's typically like anger, sadness, mad. It's never this laughable thing. Um, Maybe some of us can transfer over to the laughing within a couple seconds, but I was pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? So uh, to kind of 
a little bit of, I guess, not how to, but what I'm currently doing. So days when I do not have Caden, I time out everything. So I usually get back from dropping him off around nine and I structure everything until about 3 p.m. because I end up leaving my house about four to pick him up. So I like to have a little bit of a buffer because as we know, nothing goes according to the plan. But when I don't have him, I do structure everything out hourly. So I literally have my planner. Everything is done according to the hour. And I will actually set timers on my phone just to make sure that I can check back in with my planner to be like, okay, am I am I staying on task? Am I spending too much time? I think we all could agree you end up somehow your mind wanders, right? Or your task wanders. So maybe it's not even a day that I'm working. Maybe it's a day that I'm just getting stuff done. So it's kind of that timer of, oh shoot, have I switched over the laundry? Or is the dishwasher ready to be emptied? Or gosh, I've been in the kitchen cleaning for X amount of time. Is it time to move on? Or, you know, and basically, am I using my time wisely? And I try to only have like two to three work things that need to get done. And I mean, you guys, this can be like check emails. This can be make a post. It can be something that for some people it takes hours. For others, maybe your posts are ready to go or whatever it may be. And I have really had to lean into knowing that getting two loads of laundry done and folded, making the bed, emptying the dishwasher, cleaning up and straightening around the house, those are all tasks. Those are all things that need to get done at some point. No, maybe not every day, right? I did see somebody else the other day that said, not every aspect of your life needs to be clean all the time. And I loved that because it kind of was, hey, today might be a day that I heavily work on work, whereas tomorrow might be a day where I am a full-on mom and wife and getting stuff done around the house. If you saw last week on my day, a full day in a life, it was straight up life and mom. Um, and that was wonderful. I got so much done. But I do beat myself up at the end of the day if I feel like, oh gosh, there's so many other things I was supposed to do. Or you you think of like, oh, I only got this done today, right? And that might be one box on your to-do list. But what else did you put on your to-do list? Did you put laundry? Did you put make the bed? Did you put take a shower? Did you put unpack your bag? Things that I think sometimes we don't realize we're doing, but it's just, they go unnoticed, right? If you're a mom or a wife or you're taking care of yourself. Did you feed yourself? Did you shower? Did you make your bed? Like these are things that we actually are accomplishing, but I think that we just kind of overlook them. Maybe some of them are habits at this point, which is incredible. But I've had to give myself a lot of grace when it comes to this work-life balance and what is it? What does that even mean? So those are days when I have Caden, or sorry, don't have Caden. But then days when I do have Caden, it'll be okay before noon, I would like to do this. So maybe it's before noon, I would like to have this one email box, email address inbox emptied, okay? So that could be from 6 a.m. till noon, but that's the task that I'm giving myself because if Caden wants to play, I'm getting down on the floor and playing. If Chevy rolls in, whatever the heck he rolls in and I need to do laundry, I'm taking care of that. So instead of planning things out hourly, I give myself maybe two tasks that day and I tackle them according to kind of like, how the day unfolds. Then I will typically always schedule something to be done during Caden's naps. He's old enough now where his naps are a little bit easier to, um, I kind of know I'm going to get an hour. I'm not going to lie. I don't really get a lot of work done when he is napping because maybe like a lot of you, it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to really be like settled into a task. So if that is 
you know, for a while that was writing or um, this podcast I can typically get done when he's napping because I usually think about what I want to talk about beforehand. But if it comes to like an actual project, I need more time than just his naps. But I will give myself a task. So, hey, you're going to do emails or you're going to shower or you're going to unpack. And I try and do things that I can't necessarily do when he is awake. Um, And sometimes that is packing or unpacking or, you know, folding the laundry. He's really into like taking apart everything right now. So um, that's my little tip um I also when he's eating I utilize that time to do something I will start when he's eating lately what I'll do is I'll start to chop things up or prepare things for dinner that night or for meals that week so I've really found out that when he's eating it gives me that good 15 to 20 minutes where he is in a safe place I don't have to worry about him being down at my feet if there's something on the stove or if I'm chopping vegetables or whatever it is um things like washing the dishes I try to use I try to do that other times of the day. Um, And I've also really had to figure out like, what can I do when he's in bed and done for the whole night? Um, And I know that's different for everybody, right? I also know that I'm sometimes a person where he goes down for a nap and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything until I clean up this house because my workspace is also my personal space and my parenting space and where we have a home and dogs. And so it's really hard for me to be creative sometimes in this space where like, there's toys everywhere. And that is my reality. But I have to kind of take into consideration, when am I creative? What space am I creative in? Do I enjoy being in the living room where I can look over, you know, natural light and a window? Or do I like being tucked away in my office where it's really just work mode in there? So that's kind of where I'm at daytimes with Caden or without him. Um, And I've just really given myself grace in terms of, um, not giving myself too much to do. I do love brain dumping. So if you guys have never done this, take a piece of paper and literally brain dump everything you need to do, whether it's laundry, whether it is unloading the dishwasher, I will brain dump. And what I do is I will kind of do something that's like a life brain dump, a work brain dump, that kind of a thing. And then I will take my planner so I have this sheet, it's called, it says priorities, needs, and wants. And I will go through kind of my brain dump and organize it there, then go through my planner and be like, okay, I, what needs to get done on what day, right? So podcast, for instance, I have to make sure that's done by Monday so that it can get sent to my producer so it can be posted by Tuesday. So it's kind of important to make sure I schedule that in there so it's not happening on a Tuesday, for instance. So I really think that it helps me to look at my whole week and put down maybe one or two priorities throughout the week. So is it filming a workout? Is it getting up a reel? Is it um, going to the grocery store to get whatever meals you need to get for the week or food? I think sometimes we overlook the importance of even simple things like that. So doing a brain dump, I'll sometimes do it at night or first thing in the morning. Sometimes when I do it at night, I will say it starts to give me anxiety because it think it makes me think about what I have to do the, the next day. It's one thing if you remember you need to do something, then I'll jot it down in my phone. Um, I'm a big pen to paper person, so I love to put a pen to paper and physically write down what I need to do. I just love crossing things off. So that's a big thing for me to do in my planner or on that priority needs and wants list. Then during a normal week, when it comes to work-life balance, um, the evenings are kind of mine and Casey's time. But it was interesting. This past weekend, we saw one of Casey's buddies, and he was asking us, you know, how is like, what is your, how is your, you know, husband-wife time? And it was just an interesting 
discussion because he also is a parent and he has a little one. And, you know, not many people take that time as a friend to just be like, hey, like, how's husband and wife time? And, you know, I think so many people come at you with when you are a new parent and they ask, you know, how's parenting, all of that. But I think a lot of us ask for advice on relationships and how to manage husband and wife moments. Um, we, we ask behind the scenes, right? It's not something that we share a lot of. And I think it's also hard because, you know, you have one kiddo and then people want to know when you're having another or if you're having another and how that's going. And I'm an open book. You guys know that. But a big thing for Casey and I is trying to figure out where we're at in our relationship in terms of having another kiddo or getting pregnant. And, you know, pregnancy, I loved it, but it also has its ups and downs. And newborn life for us was not easy. So one thing we do is we do sit down every single night together to have dinner. So I always cook or I don't want to say always cook dinner, but I always prepare something or we pick something up. But I do probably cook five or six days a week. And it's definitely changed a little bit. We used to always sit down in the kitchen. But now Casey's schedule is so all over the place. So um, we don't always know when he's going to be home. So I will make sure I have a meal that's kind of time sensitive or it's a crock pot meal, something of the sort. And we'll go into the living room and usually eat while we're also playing with Caden. Maybe not the best situation. We would love to sit down at the dinner table. That's just not always the case for us. But knowing that we're intentionally eating together and waiting to have that meal with each other, that is really nice. When Caden was younger and he went down at like 6.30 or 7, we always waited to have dinner after he would go to sleep. And sometimes we'd still eat in the living room, but we'd watch a show together and we'd sit on the couch next to each other and uh, you know have those moments where we were like, okay, we got to look forward to this. It was something that we would do every single evening, just the two of us. We do have a few shows that we really love to watch also, which I think helps when, um, I don't know, again, just to look forward to something. But I think it can be really easy to get stuck in those habits and then you go through a few weeks and you're like, oh my gosh, we haven't caught up. Like we haven't talked or had any conversation about anything outside of parenting. So I think being intentional with that time um, and it might have to be you almost having an awkward conversation. I think sometimes for us, It's like, hey, let's not press play yet. Like, let's talk about this, this, or this. Or, hey, I've been feeling this way. And sometimes for us, those are conversations in bed. I think relationships, you guys, they're hard because we all feel like we want that fairy tale or that Nicholas Sparks or whatever it may be. And it's, I think we all need to lean into knowing that we, our fairy tale unfolds the way it's supposed to, but it just might not be the fairy tale that we've all written for ourselves. It might not be the spaghetti dinner or, or you know, the Italian dinner of our bowl of spaghetti when you're just the two of you. And it might be the TV or the nights where you're watching, t- uh, you know, a show in front of the TV, having dinner and you're eating out of a random bowl or on a paper plate. And I think we can look at those and compare again, going back to comparing. Um, and maybe it's comparing yourself to your, to when your relationship first started or maybe it's comparing yourself to a previous relationship or the life that you thought that you were going to have and none of that's bad I think it's just maybe analyzing it and re re like assessing it and viewing it in a positive light so I know for me I do have those moments where I'm like gosh we were able to sit down at the table every single night no tv and have great conversations but also that would mean us eating at 8 30 at night and getting straight into bed because we're exhausted and whatever it may be. So I think it's also embracing and enjoying the season we are currently in, like right now. And while we have this little wild child playing and wanting to do play a little basketball with his little hoop and yeah, we're wandering back to take a bite of our dinner, that's kind of where we're at and that is our 
work home life balance right now. It's juggling Casey's schedule as well as um, times that I need to get things done. Um, And it might not be glamorous. It might not be glorified the way that I would have hoped, but it's something that it's not going to last forever. And um, right now we're really trying to work on going on a few more date nights here and there or being intentional about cooking dinner together or getting out of our work clothes, like me getting out of my athleisure and putting on a real outfit before we sit down. And that also makes me feel better about me. Um, And if you've listened to older episodes, I've talked a lot about how do you show up on your first date? Who do you show up as? I think that's really important also. Who do you show up as on an inter- in an interview? Who do you show up as on a first date? I think going back and writing down parts of yourself, um, it's an exercise I actually heard one time from a mentor. They said, you know, basically write down your superhero version of you and take some of those qualities. I've had to pull a little bit away from that because then I, all f- I feel negative towards myself sometimes. But it is really interesting when I'm like, oh gosh, you know, this is how Casey and I met and this is who I would have showed up as and this is how I would have treated him or how I would have taken interest in him. Are you taking interest in your significant other? Are you taking interest in your family members? I think we all want to be taken interest in, right? Like we want somebody who is looking at us in the eyes and it's kind of like when you are on that first date and they want to get to know you, are you still doing that? Are you still, are you trying to connect? And I think we overlook you know, what it is that we want out of a relationship and we don't do that. Like, what do they say? You know, like with the love languages, we like give the way that we want to receive, but I'm really bad at that. It's like, I, I'm like, oh, I hope that he still finds me, you know, is still interested in me or finds me attractive. But I forget to tell him like, hey, me more, you look, you, you know, you look great today. Or, hey, I appreciate you doing this. Or, hey, I want you to know, like, I've really noticed how hard you've been working and I know you're tired, um, but I just want you to know, like, it's pretty inspiring. So making sure that, you know, things that we want to hear, we're also sharing with our person. Um, so I feel like you guys know this is always all over the place, but my work-life balance lately has been literally draining me and I know I'm doing well, but I also think, so this is what I want to talk to you, talk to you guys about, but I am also starting a new company and I've actually had a few of you reach out and I've only heard, you know, a lot of you have only heard here on my podcast that I'm starting a new company, but I haven't shared about it because I wanted it It was supposed to launch in August and it's just been this hecticness. So I will definitely share on an episode more about that process and everything, but I am starting a little mommy and me clothing company. Uh, It's more than a mommy and me. Like once you guys hear it, it is, I like cry. It's been something that has been in the works for over a year, but um, I obviously haven't shared any of that and it has been brutal, whether it's financially, whether it is being worked over. I'm trying my best to keep everything in the U.S. And um, unfortunately, I've just had the wool pulled over my eyes a lot. Um, But you heard it here first. And the goal is to announce it next month in January um, and hopefully launch in February. But it is pretty defeating when Um, A lot of what I've been doing behind the scenes has not been shared, Uh, whether it is my book. I'm trying to be more open about my book, Um, but I know I know that everything I'm doing has a purpose and I believe in everything so much, but I am struggling. And this is something that I'm just sharing with a lot of you. Um, So, I mean, I hope lots of you are listening, but I also I just feel like I absolutely love what I do and I feel like oftentimes I unfortunately take it for granted. I mean, I have the ability to be home with Caden most of the time. Um, obviously, I have, I'm 
attempting my best to get more help at least just two days a week because um, I am drowning and I feel like I have no time to create this work-life balance that I'm trying so hard to achieve. And again, you guys know I have a whole episode on it. I talk about it all the time. Balance is constantly evolving with each season of our life. I don't think it's this end goal, but I do feel like I am like hoping and praying that I have this sense of peace at some point. And I think when you are an overachiever, when we're type A, um, it's like what I mentioned a few, excuse me, a few months ago in that podcast where I said, you know, when was the last time you actually took a moment to acknowledge your accomplishments and be proud of yourself? And I think that 2021 for me has been this, gosh, insane learning curve and, you know, be like really becoming a mama and figuring out that getting to a better place in my relationship because truthfully the first five months with Caden was a blur it was such a difficult time I feel like it was like last January when I really started leaning into being a mom but then getting back into my health and fitness showing up for my marriage and that's when I really started tackling the editing process of my book when I started this new company and it's I'm just really hoping 2022 is when a lot of this comes to fruition, when I can share it with all of you guys and celebrate with all of you guys because you are my motivation and you guys are who inspire me. And what I have really learned this last year is I think I'm struggling a little bit within my space, like the health and fitness space, because that's evolving for me right now. I am learning to adapt and adjust in terms of what it means to me. And I think movement and health is You guys know it is literally it is so important, but I think it's really important to also honor what that looks like to each individual. And um, I think that's hard. And I really do think that there's just so many different ways to get in movement and enjoy your food or um, whatever it is that is helping you reach that best version of yourself. And I'm just struggling in that space. And it's so strange because like that's my passion. Um, But I'm also you know, passion and purpose can, like I always say, it can be different. And I think I'm just going through this big life transition and so much of what I'm working on in my book and this new clothing company, it's more from an emotional connection. And that's where I feel like in the last year, you guys do reach out. You reach out for the the mo- emotional and mental. And um, I feel like I share joy with you guys. Like you guys share parts of your life with me that light me up and it's incredible. And don't get me wrong, when we have huge strides with my one-on-one girls and it's, oh my gosh, Carly, I've lost 20 pounds or oh my gosh, Carly, I finally don't have bloating or digestion issues or my skin is clearing up. Those are monumental and I still thrive in those moments. But I just feel like I've had a huge year of creativity and growth in my own journey and I haven't been able to share a lot of it and that's really hard and it's also been a lot of struggle that I haven't been able to share a lot of breakdowns that I'm terrified about and emotionally drained about but I have to hold on to the why behind this company and the purpose like I could literally cry I cannot wait to share more with you guys but just what it means to Casey and I and um hopefully to all of you and that's one thing I love is this new company is it's our story, but it's funneling into us wanting to be a part of your story. And I think that that's something I just love. I want, I love that you guys are here to support me, but I am so ready to have something where I just get to continue to support you guys and just be a part of your life. So there's that. Um, obviously more to come, but um, just know that there's so much more going on behind the scenes and maybe that will uh, put some pieces of the puzzle together for a lot of you that I'm just like, 
in this new headspace of having to really take time to focus on me and squeeze the life out of every single day, whether it is being a mom or leaning into business. Um, so right now, I know that I wish that I could have a little more of answers in terms of how to achieve that work-life balance, but I think the biggest ones to walk away with, figure out when you are creative, okay? Is it morning? Is it night? And really figure out how you can structure your day so that you utilize that time. Because like I said, after 2 p.m., your girl is not one to want to be creative or be on business calls where I have to really be functioning at high cylinders. I really do tap out and I have to get things done. And I, I that's when I enjoy like DMing with you guys and kind of having that like fun connection that time, like that type of um, work, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, it's just a time for me when I'm no longer all there. So figure that out. I think that's a big one. Another one for me that's really helped is the brain dumping. Uh, but again, figure out when it works best for you. Don't have it be at night if it's going to cause anxiety. Maybe if it is first thing in the morning. But again, put down there like laundry. And it might look like this huge list that you're like, how am I going to get this done? But again, if you look at it as, okay, great, I'm going to tackle, I'm, I'm putting on there, make my bed, shower, and laundry as things that need to get done. Because it also feels good to cross them off and be like, wow, I've done stuff today. I know for me, for the longest time, I was getting to the end of the day and I was like, wow, all I did was I checked one email account and I didn't look at, no, Carly, you fed yourself, you fed the dogs, you fed a, a kiddo three times, you kept them alive, you made dinner, you went to the grocery store. It's like you overlook all these things that, yeah, it might be a part of your day, but the stuff needed to get done, right? So brain dumping is a huge one. I love time blocking. Like I said earlier, set an alarm on your phone. Really, I will sometimes every 45 minutes have that alarm go off. I'll look at my thing and I'll be like, okay, am I staying on task? Did I even do anything in the last 45 minutes? Or did I somehow end up on social media? Or did I somehow scroll? Literally write down what it is that you are utilizing that time for. That is a huge one for me. And if you are a mama, when your kiddo is you know, eating, if they're obviously old enough and you're not like standing over them because... I've definitely had to rip off that high chair, you know, um, table a couple times to get little man out and make sure everything is okay. So I fully understand like it's, and it's also a beautiful time to just sit there and like laugh and smile with the little one. But for me, I'll bring over the vegetables and I'll just start chopping up some vegetables just so I can get something done and then help, you know, kind of plan out those meals for the week so that I'm not scrambling last minute, um, holding a baby over boiling water and all of that been there done that so anyways little update on where I'm at um hopefully this you know I don't know maybe help some of you but also shed some light on where I, I am at right now um full-on update with where I've been and my days I'm not gonna lie I'm on the phone you know trying to figure out I'm with on the phone with bankers and manufacturers and I've told you guys a few times we're trying to figure out how we can uh, potentially buy our home. And that's been, I think, the other part where I feel a little bit guilty as a wife who, you know, Casey's so supportive, but I'm leaning into all these hopes and dreams that he is unbelievably supportive of. He's been a part of the entire process, whether it's picking out colors or picking out styles and uh, feeling the materials because everything has started from scratch, like literally cut and sew. And uh, he has been unbelievable. But it is hard when you lean into a partner to trust you and support you. And then you're utilizing all of our money. So I'm like, I'm sorry. But I just say I'm sorry because I think a lot of us over apologize when he would never expect an apology. He is so proud of me and we're excited, but it's terrifying. So we're trying to figure out all of that with our house. So um, if a lot of you know, I think a lot of us this time of the year, we're looking at finances and we're like, oh my gosh. So if I can encourage any of you, lean into your goals, lean into your dreams. Yes, we have to be smart. But like Casey says, it'll all work out. 
Um, and if you believe in yourself and if you believe in you and if you believe in the path that you're on, it will all work out. I just think we have to like loosen the reins a little bit on our timeline. Um, clearly, my business is taking months longer than expected. Uh, we thought we'd own a home by now and we don't. So it's allowing your fairy tale to unfold, but just maybe not unfold in the way that you originally had it written, right? So you don't have to delete the story you had written in your head. You just simply rewrite a little bit and you add a few chapters. And um, I think a big thing for me with my work-life balance is not focusing so heavily on how those next chapters are going to unfold, but kind of writing the current one that we're in and really being in it. Um, as the sentences are kind of flowing, uh, be in it, be present. And that's so much harder said than done, like or easier said than done. But um, I do think a lot of us would find happiness. So if I can encourage you right now with this time of the year, um, I know I've been talking a lot about work-life balance, but maybe it is turning off your phone. I know I love the engagement on my social media with all of you there, but be present and um let me know if I helped encourage you to be present and take a look around your house tonight, whether it's your pup that's on the couch with you or your significant other or your family, whoever it is, uh, you know, put that phone down and just be like, gosh, I'm actually really happy when I'm present. And when I am cuddled up on my couch and acknowledge like, wow, I love my life. I just am sometimes trying to show up the way others show up. And I can guarantee you they're struggling too. Their life work balance is off. But um, we're all, I think for the most part, we're all doing our best. But I think it's acknowledging that we are um, and giving yourself that grace. So if you guys ever have specific questions, I feel like I could talk about this forever and I could like spider this topic into so many other episodes. But just kind of wanted to give you an overview of where I am at and just know the struggle is real, but I am getting better at um, just really being... I don't know. I'm just really trying to be more like more proud of myself. That's something that I need to work on because we all should we all should be proud of ourselves. We deserve that. So that is all I have for you guys today. Um I know what you guys are still waiting for the Q&A with Casey and I. Just my husband has been amazing and he has literally been working so dang much. So we will get that. I have your guys' questions. Um, as always, feel free to send me an email. I definitely check hello at carlyandell.com the most. So send me an email if you guys ever have questions or if you want me to dive deeper on something. Um, and as always, I just appreciate your support more than you know. Uh, also, if you guys didn't hear, one of you did uh, email me. Now Spotify is allowing you to review. So that would be huge if you guys could do that. Reviewing the podcast is seriously incredible. It's like that 10 million times thank you Um I could say over and over. So anyways, I appreciate you all. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.